That opening song was In Time by FKA Twigs, an artist that I keep coming back to and whose music continues to appreciate the more time I get away from it. Uh, Really fantastic. Um, If you haven't checked her out, please do. Uh, Her songs are not always so welcoming and so catchy. They take a while to really wash over you. Um, Good place to start is the Magdalene album. Uh, I do not believe the song I just played is on that album. That's an earlier track. Anyway, welcome to Destazapod. We got a couple quick things to talk about. Today was a good day. I went to the Wayne, New Jersey toy show. It's this tiny little show at a firehouse. Um, Always a good time. I didn't buy very much. Uh, I'll post some pictures on the Patreon Lens story on the app. Uh, but it was more fun because I, I brought a friend from Australia who was just starting to get into toys. I've got him on the hook. <laughs> He's a junkie now. He likes NECA a lot. And uh, we're about the same age and like the same lines and things like that. So he's really new and enthusiastic to the whole hobby. It was, it was a lot of fun to do. And the one thing he bought was a Toy Biz 1989 Batman on the card for 15 bucks. That's a great price. And we were sort of waxing philosophical about that toy and how uh, for probably everybody around our age, that was the figure. That was like, you know, the first big superhero movie that had a toy tie-in and it was a must-have and it went everywhere with us. Uh, Both of ours suffered pretty terrible fates his was stolen. He brought it to school to show his friends, and of course, someone stole it from him. Uh, by the way, this guy is enormous. This is a strapping Aussie, probably uh, six four, six five. Not the type of guy, as an adult, you would want to steal a Batman from. But back then, I, I wager he was a, a touch shorter. Uh, my Batman was—I I brought him everywhere. I brought him in the car always. And he must have fallen out of the car at some point and got run over in our driveway. And the, the chest just totally shattered. Um, I did take some silly putty and try to reconstruct a new um, chest for him, not really understanding the properties of silly putty. And then it sort of became, I called it the soul of Batman or the soul. I think I had a new character name for him too. It was like Black Cougar or something like that. And it became the soul of Black Cougar because it was like a amorphous blob of a body, but a, still a hard plastic head. Um, it was a weird kid. Anyway, great time at the Wayne, New Jersey show. Hit up Mitsui after that. Got some fantastic Japanese food and a couple of cool uh, little um, candy toy items. Uh, but why are we here today? Well, I'm giving you the advance heads up that there's a sale tomorrow, as promised, February 3rd. 12 p.m. Eastern Time. What am I going to be selling? The remainder of Sai Mama Keeg. There's a good amount of her. There's not a huge amount of her. Uh, Trilonite, the action figure of the month for January. There are not very many of these. This is going to sell out instantly. Big reminder to everybody, I am not combining orders for this sale. Part of the reason there were so many shipping errors this last go-round was some sort of issue with the combination orders and it 
something is not being communicated from our Shopify store to the ShipStation engine. There's something missing. I can't quite figure out what it is. Um, it is likely a clerical error. It's probably on me. It's probably a math issue. Um, so, if you're ordering more than once, I can't combine your shipping. It's not going to happen this time. I have to make sure everything... I need to do one trial run without any combining of shipping and see if that is indeed the source of our error. So just a, a big disclaimer and a reminder there. Um, so back to what we got. Trial of Night, there's only a handful. You, you got to go after those quick. Saima Keeg, we have a fair amount, but still what I would consider a limited amount. So buy accordingly. Uh, the Cyber Mama... Material styles, we got plenty of those. Those are intended to be in stock for, I mean, the rest of the year, if if possible. Um, we've sold a huge amount of these, and thank you guys for supporting that. They are really great base builders for any kind of customs you might want to do. But those are intended to be there for a very long time. I, I ordered way more than I usually do for material styles, and um, don't feel any sense of urgency around those. Grasshopper Night is not in the store this week, nor is the Toy Pizza Logo Device Ninja. Those are going to be released later on, maybe in about a week's time. Um, as you guys gave me feedback, I have decided to split up the subsidy supply drop items to give you guys a little more breathing room. So you don't have to worry about those two. They will be in the store later this month. Uh, Meteor 2, I got plenty of them. I went big and heavy on this one. Um, he is intended to be a sort of starter figure for new customers and thusly will be in the store for probably many months to come. Um, in deciding, you know, what is a good jumping off figure for the new customers that we see every week, I thought that something that incorporates other Glios parts and shows the full potential of a build and gives you a lot of bonus parts I, I felt like that was the strongest candidate for a sort of highlighted piece. If, if you know, somebody's finding us for the first time and they're only going to buy one thing, I want it to be Meteor 2. And so, thusly, there are a lot of him. You don't have to worry about picking him up if you got to be choosy with your bucks. He should be there for a very long time. Final Micros. Um, I have a little bit of inventory. I wouldn't call her limited, but I would say there's certainly less than a sort of standard release of this figure. Now, if you already, if you already have Cyber Mama Micro, I would like to ask a favor from you. Would you please share with any Micronaut fans you may know that this figure will be on sale tomorrow? Um, in truth, if I'm being 100% honest, I found the Micronauts Facebook group to be... A little ornery for my tastes. Um, and I left. <laughs> so, if anyone wants to communicate to that fan group, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, I think your chances are pretty good of getting her if you haven't gotten her already. But I don't know that she will last more than a few days or a week with the inventory we have. I guess it depends on what the demand is. It's, it's always weird with pre-order items because... Your alpha customers already have the pre-order stuff, typically. Um, but there's a little bit of inventory there. I I personally wouldn't sleep on it if you see her in stock. 
But uh, you might luck out. You know, maybe people have enough Cybermom at this point. Um, our bundles are still up there. Chaos Bundle and First Snow Bundle. Those aren't going anywhere for a while. Again, I'm trying to build out SKUs that can give people a complete experience if they're new to this. And so, bundles aren't going anywhere and uh, should be in store at all times. Frankenslice, you've asked for it. I finally put together some more Frankenslice. I would have built more, but I ran out of labels. I have to uh, go back uh, to the printer and get some more labels, and then I will continue to make more and more Frankenslice. I'm excited about these. I really tried to pack in some extra accessories. Um, I have a ton of new spare parts coming up, so I'm really trying to cycle through these older Frankenslice builds. And uh, again, this is a $10 item. You get completely random parts, but you can build an entire new figure. and Not new figure, but an entire figure. And uh, it's perfect if you like to customize, you want a smattering of parts. They're really fun and you can't beat the price. Um, I don't have very many of them. Uh, so that I would consider to be something to focus on, give a priority to, um, because it's gonna go pretty quick. Moving on to Saima B, we got plenty of her. She's gonna be an all-star fan for a very long time. So uh, I don't think you need her. People are probably gonna ask, um, are you going to split up Reed and are you going to split up, split up Marson from the bundles and allow them to be sold separately? Um, Marson, no, we're almost out of Marson. And I haven't split him from the blood capsules because frankly, there's not enough inventory, I don't think, to necessitate a solo sale. So, for the time being, if you want Marcin, you're going to get a blood capsule with it. Um, but it is a cool figure. Uh, he could sell out tomorrow, but he's not a newer figure, so I think people's priority is going to be on the hotter items like the Frankenslice Hollow Packs the action figure of the month for January, and probably Saima Kig. I would guess that those are going to be the ones that go pretty quick. Um, Zoner Capsule, Capsule version 2 in silver. You guys have, have bought so many of these. I am really, really impressed. Um, I was very anxious about the position I took on inventory for Capsule version 2. You guys have not disappointed me. You have said it loud and clear. You love this capsule. Um, I have a fair amount. I think we will be able to, uh, to keep these in stock for a little while. And yes, I have other colors of the Zoner capsule. Um, I'm just looking for a good opportunity to get those out there. So let's cycle through this electric plated chrome version. Um, you're going to miss it if you don't, if you don't hop on this. And then at a certain point soon, I will introduce an all-new color. Um, Reed Schweizer is sold out, but I have more Reed heads and I have more blue Hypernite Material Boys. I do not have more of the Lilac Limbs of the, of the same variety as pictured. I have the sort of gun arm Lilac Limbs. So I'm sort of debating with myself, do I match Reed with a new Device Ninja arm set or do I put him out there solo with the gun arms? Um, if you have a preference, let me know. But Reed would not be released solo 
in his previous incarnation, there will be a sort of switch due to the um, amount of lilac limbs that I have. What else do we got here? If you're thinking of switching to Psy to uh, be a $25 patron, you should do it soon because I am actually almost out of the Psy Ma White. Um, that was a very popular gift. A lot of people switched up into the $25 tier, and she's going to be gone pretty soon. So I would say probably the next, uh, maybe the next 10 upgrades, it looks like, we'll be able to get her, and then she'll be gone. There will not be a store release of the White Saimaw, so that's going to be your best option. Um, just a reminder and a note to newer patrons... As a patron, you have access to the exclusive figure, the Vice Hyper Knight, that was a Patreon sort of a voted on figure. You guys designed it, more or less, um, and you have access as a patron to buy one. Uh, I have, I like to keep figures in their original case as I sell them and once I sell enough of them I sort of break it down and put them in a smaller bin and then a smaller bin. I'm on the last size bin for this hypervice. So what I'm going to do is I'll make this the last call for new patrons. If you want a hypervice, now's the time to order it because we are soon going to be through the inventory. What I will also do is I will allow long-standing patrons if they would like to purchase one more i would prefer these don't end up on the secondary market but i am happy for uh people to do what they please with what they please with the toys that they buy so um last call for new patrons and the hypervice figure and then i will uh open it up to you guys if you want to purchase one more but you got to be a patron in good standing Meaning, you you know, you pay your bills. Um, what else can we talk about? Oh, right. The coronavirus. The coronavirus. What a sad situation that's going on in China and around the world. This is really terrible. And I got to tell you, more and more of these pandemics are going to happen. In some regards, even though there is a really high body count here, um, this is what we can expect in the future, and it, it does show you how quickly these things sort of migrate. It's very scary. Um, we're lucky, I was going to say, because this is a relatively easy sort of sickness to cure once it's properly diagnosed and people are quarantined. There are much more voracious diseases out there that have a much more instantly lethal uh, possibility. Um, I wonder if we're getting the full story here. I do think that it may be worse than we are hearing in some respects in mainland China. Um, I will reserve judgment on that until we sort of get some first-hand information. But here's what I can tell you. Um... Our production, our, the, our in that being independent toy makers and great big mass market toy makers, we are fucked, okay? Um, at best, 
this is going to be a couple weeks, a couple months delay for everything across the board. This is going to affect everybody. At worst, we could be looking at the relocation of manufacturing, you know, wholesale. There could be shops picking up all their tooling and moving to different countries and different areas. Um, I, again, we don't entirely know what the the total assessment is here, but this is not good for anybody that manufactures items. Um, as far as I know, the national holiday of Chinese New Year has been extended by the government. They want people to stay where they are. Factories, in so much as I know, are not open. Um, they should have been reopening late last week and early next week. That's not going to happen. Everything's been pushed back. Um, there are going to be new rules and new regulations. There are going to be requirements of safety gear and face masks, which are very scarce to come by, obviously, in the region. There are travel bans. I was actually looking at my next trip out there, which would have been in April. Thank God I didn't I didn't book anything or buy any tickets, but I was very close to doing that. Um, you know, we don't have word that this has stopped and been contained. They are obviously taking a lot of action to do so. Um, I don't know that the spreading has stopped. And there, you know, I guess the, the takeaway here is we don't know. Let's just sort of be patient and, uh, you know, try to keep a clear head as things come in. But here's what I can conclusively tell you in terms of ripples for what I personally do. Um, there is no way in hell that Radic is going to be the March Action Figure of the Month figure. There is no way in hell that Hackerman is either. And I think it's pretty unlikely at this point that they would be released in April or May, just being conservative. I think, assuming the country gets back up on its feet and the workers return to the factory, those two figures are probably going to be summer items for me. In, in a best-case scenario sort of thinking. Um, the biggest, most immediate concern for me, obviously besides the health and safety of the people in China and their families and the workers, um, in terms of business, the biggest concern is my one-month enrollees for Action Figure of the Month. They've all sort of signed up and I've said along the way that, you know, it's important you get a new figure, so I will sort of send you the new figure when uh, it's available, assuming that would have been Radic and assuming that would have, would have been March. Now, since none of that's happening, for those one-month people, I will gladly offer you, uh, you know, if you want to email me and, and talk about which month you might want to do, if you don't want to wait for those new figures, I'm open to having that conversation. And if you back for one month and you had, you know, you just kind of expected your one month in the beginning of the year and you're less enthusiastic about it now and you want your 30 bucks back, send me an email. Let's talk about it. I, I'm not opposed to that. And, you know, I really wanted to deliver the new characters as soon as I could. If everything had worked out as planned, 
Radic would have been January, but we just missed that cutoff for Chinese New Year, and it couldn't come together quick enough. So, while I'm very happy with the months we've done so far, and while I have a really fantastic and great alternate for March and the following months, this may not be what you signed up for. So, let me get ahead of that, and if you're unhappy, drop me a line, let's talk about it, and maybe there's something we can do to uh, keep everybody happy. I would say uh, the things I have planned for later in the year, which this is assuming China is not wiped off the face of the earth and things return to some sort of normalcy, are going to be really fantastic. But this does all make me think that, you know, there may not be a future for Action Figure of the Month in 2021. Um, part of it is because this is all predicated on a razor's edge. You know, the, the manufacturing of goods in China is something we can only do for so long. There will be changes eventually, whether the earth just gives out on us or regulations actually come into play, that will shift what I do from being a mass-marketed plastic project into a craftsman-like project. Not craftsman, the really fantastic YouTuber, but craftsman like the way that people used to purchase things before the Industrial Revolution, really before Henry Ford, because he kind of came up with the idea of taking individual craftsmen and compartmentalizing each component of a larger project. So a picture of the future may be that I don't manufacture anything in China, but instead I'm making one figure at a time and they go for a obviously much higher amount of money. That is a very real possibility. We, you know, this sort of exploitation of petroleum and fossil fuels in order to make these disposable pieces of plastic, it's all unsustainable. And as you can see, something as relatively minor in the grand scheme of existence, like a coronavirus, can upend the entire system and grind everything to a halt. So a project like Action Figure of the Month that is so by the seat of its pants and decisions are made so close to ship dates with the assumption that the supply chain remains intact, it is not a tenable thing in the, the volatile world that we find ourselves in uh, this modern day. So this has really made me rethink that portion of the business. Now, I will absolutely, through my own blood, fulfill all my obligations to Action Figure of the Month 2020. I have enough inventory that I can make some very interesting things. And if I have to sit at a sewing machine and make 200 capes to add a little value to each month, I'm prepared to do that. Now, I don't think it's going to come to that. And I do think at some point over the next couple months, manufacturing will get back on its feet. But imagine it doesn't. And imagine I don't, I didn't take a position on inventory this year and I don't have extra figures waiting to be released. I would be 100% out of business. And not only out of business, I would be obligated to refund all the money we raised 
in November of last year for Action Figure of the Month. So you start to see what an incredibly fragile thing this toy collecting hobby is, and especially for the independent creators who don't have a diversified mass market, uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of SKUs in different categories placed at retail. When it's just you and you make one thing, and that one thing is dependent on this other country and the cheap labor there, um, you start to see that we're sort of, <laughs> we're selling souvenirs on the Titanic in some respects. So, if anything, I think that this is a good opportunity to hold some appreciation for the independent toy makers out there. And realize that this era of all these wonderful Glios makers and all the wonderful indie toy people like Marauders Inc., etc., etc., um, this is not necessarily something that's going to be around forever. In fact, you know, the way we're, the direction we're moving in as a planet is probably not going to allow this to be the case forever. So let's appreciate this portion of the hobby while it is. You know, Dowdy and I have always mused to ourselves that, you know, when we get to be Mel Burkett's age, the creator of OSM, and there are younger guys going back and looking at all the different styles and all the sketchbooks and all the, the convention exclusives and trying to piece together what this era was and find out more and more information. When our, when that generation's version of Blake Wright puts together the book of, you know, toy lines that never made it, but it's about this indie era. Um, they're going to know that it was something special and that it could never work in their day and age. Because this can't, in a lot of respects, the way it is now is, is such a brilliant impossibility. You know, to have high quality toys made for a relatively economical price at factories that actually care about things like the joints working and the face decos being nice. This is all an anomaly. And it can all go away in the snap of a finger. And it probably will not endure, probably not 20 years, maybe 10 years. You know, these are all really interesting, deep, existential questions you can ask yourself as a toy collector. Or hey, maybe just, I don't know, play with toys instead and uh, play some video games and, and don't go down the, the dark side of life like I do. I have a morbid streak, I do apologize. But if anything, uh, I hope this just, uh, you know, inspires you to think about these things and, and not take for granted the hard work that goes into making them and the enormous risk especially for independent toy makers in putting up their cash assuming they're going to get product in return i'm out of pocket for tens of thousands of dollars for the new tooling for radic and the new tooling for hackerman and the the other product i've sort of ordered that hasn't been made and, and shipped yet now, if China does not get back up on its feet, I do not get that money back. Um, 
Will I go homeless because of that? No. Because luckily I have product here to sell and make back up some portion of that money. But would that change what I work on if China never got back in its feet? Absolutely. I, I think it would be... What I'm looking at now here in the workshop, this would be the very last Knights of the Slice product. And maybe there's, I don't know, maybe there's a year's worth of product here. Maybe there's, you know, enough to get us to December. But once that's gone, if our friends in China don't come back, that's the end. I would probably go on to just professionally do postcard comics. <laughs> Charge uh, $15 for one postcard comic, handwritten, and you get to pick the characters and if they are wearing a brassiere or not. No, I don't know. There's plenty of other ways to sort of do what I like doing that doesn't rely on these sort of small plastic items. But um, I would say the most captivating version of the stories I tell is through owning and collecting these things. So let me hear from you. What should I do if China never comes back? What uh, what would you like to see? What would be meaningful? Should I carve Knights of the Slice out of wood? Should I set up a, an entire bank of 3D resin printers and just start making those, those figures in mass as much as I can? myself? Should I just stick to 2D artwork and comics? Be interesting. Be very interesting. Probably have less gray hair now that I think about it. Uh, but anyway, um, thank your local toy maker. Let's hope that the people in China get through this. This is not good for anybody. And there is a real element of human suffering here. We, you know, we want our toys, we want our playthings and our treats, but there's a real human life cost that's happening here. And, um, you know, it's sad. It's an overwhelmingly sad situation. And uh, I don't want to just think about the monetary implications here. It's, it's much deeper than that. I was going to close out the episode by talking a little bit about Picard on CBS Access, which um, I was not really that big of a fan of Discovery, so I canceled my CBS Access account. I didn't reactivate it for Picard, and I watched the first episode, which is free on YouTube, and it's it's shit. It's just total shit. I was going to give this like thoughtful critique and breakdown of it, but then I watched the Red Letter Media review. Those guys are fantastic. And they pretty much said everything I was thinking in much better, funnier terms. So just go watch the Red Letter Media Picard review. That will give you a very concise picture of how I experienced it and why I don't think it's worth your time. And uh, if I'm wrong about this and you're a huge Trek fan and you think it's great, let me know in the comments. So I will see you guys tomorrow. Oh, very quick. Alex Zirit, follow that guy, fantastic artist. He did the artwork for the Subsidy Supply Drop. You've seen one piece of it. 
The other piece is coming uh, whenever we release the other two figures. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, I'm very happy with that piece of art. I hope you enjoy it. Um, that's it. We'll see you tomorrow, 12 p.m. Eastern Time for the sale. And the only thing left to say is... P-